Hello guys, this is Adrian and Jesus. So, we are back after a bit of a hiatus. We've been uh working on life and trying looking to yeah, ourselves. trying to better ourselves for sure. And we got together and we just thought, man, why don't we just put out another episode? So, here we are. Um Bear with us, it is the first episode that we're getting into, but we plan on, you know, uh, bringing a little more production into it in the future, but I guess you could say this is more as a, this serves more as a blueprint um, than anything else, so. Here we go. Here we go. So, we're also thinking about, talking about things that we see online and maybe once a week we could discuss about articles or cool videos that we've seen and discovered and hopefully share it with all of you and maybe even get a live feed for that and as we're talking I have a cat his name is Atlas he's he's jumping into uh, an empty fish tank that we have here in the room he loves it and it's filled with stuff that was from our move here. Old pieces of paper. Well, yeah, rolled up pieces of paper, just lots of paper, and he's just in there. He loves the fish tank, so. So maybe I'll post a picture later on of Atlas. Maybe he'll be the thumbnail. He'll be the podcast mascot. He will be the podcast nutstop, or mascot. Ma- mascot. Mascot. <laughs> So, <clears throat> yeah, we're, we're really big into the Reddit community, and we see lots of cool things, and we kind of thought we should just uh, talk about a lot of shit that's on there. Bunch to talk about on Reddit. Yeah. So, before we get into anything else, I wanted to ask um, Jesus here, um, he's been... Uh, big on the the rave scene as of late or and he's been following the EDM scene so I kind of wanted to ask him how his experiences were and what he kind of first thought before he went to any of these shows and then what he feels overall now and so, like what are some of the biggest things that stand out for you so when I first got into raving it I was attending EDC uh, last year, in 2016. Uh, my first ever rave was the day before EDC. I still remember it. It was Alice in Wonderland and Friends. So, I got my ticket. I went with my cousins. And right when the artist started playing, I like immediately fell in love with it all. The, the people... The music, the laser shows, all of it just synced perfectly into an amazing experience for me. So like that first sound wave, like once you first heard it, when you just walked into the building or wherever it is you were, you kind of felt like, yes, this is this is what I've been missing. Yeah, and not only that, you could just feel the good vibes in the air, like Everyone everyone was so nice there. Everyone's there just to have a good time. Like it's it's really a place where you could just forget you could leave all your problems at the door and just go in and have a great time. So is this would you recommend this to anyone who's maybe feeling a little down or maybe blue or depressed? What do you think there's some therapy in it? Uh there definitely is. Cause um when I, I've been to concerts before, and at the time, I was very, uh, I had a lot of anxiety about being in places with people, but when I go to raves, again, I get, I remember the feeling I had when I first walked into EDC, like, people aren't there to judge you, no one, no one's judging you, no one's you know, 
no no one's thinking about you in the sense of yeah. like oh look at that guy what's he wearing like well, wow he looks pretty stupid just none of that none of that at all I, w- I wonder if also it it helps in the real world because once you've been to a place where there's thousands of people you kind of are more uh, comfortable with walking into a building with like 20 people because you were used to you know, being around so many people that maybe it helped in that regard, you think? Uh, definitely a little bit. I mean, uh, today, uh, sometimes I still get the, like, the anxiety of going out with a, a bunch of people around, but it definitely doesn't happen when I go to raves. Alright. So, um, so, did you feel... Were you expecting something else before you attended these shows? Were you thinking of one thing and then when you finally experienced it, it became another? Uh, yeah, I was. Ex- I remember when I first went into the raves. I I thought I wasn't gonna like any of it. I thought I wasn't gonna like the music. I thought I wasn't gonna like the people. But I was. I was completely wrong. I. Again, I instantly fell in love with everything about the EDM scene. Nice. So, who are um, some um, DJs that you could maybe recommend to someone who's wanting to experience the EDM scene? Um, a couple of the first names that come to mind are this artist named Miha. Um, another is Alice in Wonderland. Uh, I saw Boombox Cartel. They're another, they're another good That's one. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Um, there's there's a bunch of artists with sometimes wacky names that I can't name off the top of my head. Yeah. But it's really all about <laughs> just start listening to one, maybe check out the other artists that they've collabed in a song with, and work your way from there. Yeah, so um, I noticed that a lot of these artists don't have you know, like, albums in the traditional sense, it's more about putting out singles, like, where would you find this music, is it, like, you, like a YouTube thing, or can you easily find it on Spotify as well, where would you, where would you say it's more concentrated at? Um, it's definitely more concentrated on YouTube, these, these EDM artists, they do have, uh, some songs on uh, Spotify, but a lot of their uh, other songs, like they've collabed with other artists with, are usually on YouTube. Nice. That I can't find on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, everything's on YouTube, right? Everything. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good platform to find new artists. I know I have tons of playlists on my YouTube uh, account, so. I I tend to go more towards the Spotify, but um, you can't go wrong with the YouTube. It's just, come on now. Everyone's on YouTube. It's a classic platform. Yeah. So, so that's that, I guess. That's what really I wanted to ask you. Is there anything else you want to say about EDM or the scene or before we move on to the, the next topic here? Um, I just want to say if... You ever feeling down, or you're stressing? Uh, go to a rave, and it'll definitely clear up your mindset. Like uh, this past uh, Sunday, I went to Audio on the Bay, and I definitely needed, I definitely needed that. Um, I was stressing a whole lot. A lot of things were hitting me all at once. And raving was really the only thing that I could think of that could clear my my mindset like that. Now I'm feeling good. Now yeah. it's it's all not as troubling as it's it was. Rather ironic too, because in the midst of this chaotic music you find some sort of relief. It's kind of an amazing thing, I would say. It is. Yeah. yeah it gets real crazy in those raves sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't think anything could touch uh, EDM music in terms of 
how crazy the music could get. I mean, you you hear this music and it's like you're already wanting to get up and dance around. It's crazy. Yeah, and then I guess like a close second would be some hip hop concerts, mm-hmm. but that's more of a that's more of a crowd generated. Yeah. Uh, vibe to it. Yeah, my only gripe with the hip-hop scene when it comes to shows is that it seems a lot of the times that it's more of the artist doing karaoke of his songs, because a lot of the times you hear the artist screaming over his his music, and it's just, yeah, like with anything. Oh, yeah, I guarantee you. No yeah, they, they scream over their... Uh, their music, but um, similar to EDM, it's it's not necessarily about how he's saying it, it's just about, you know, coming together and vibing with what's going on, so it's just a minor gripe, but yeah, yeah. I remember the first hip-hop show I went to was back in 2002, I would say, and that was uh, to see the Eminem concert. I think it was some sort of festival. Um, you saw Eminem? Yeah. What? Back in 2002. Oh I was a big God. Eminem fan. I had pictures of Eminem on my wall. You know, newspaper cutouts, magazine cutouts. I had all his albums. <laughs> yeah. Not all of them, but I had a pretty good collection. Yeah. He was at his prime, I would say, around that time. I just... Remember, he was like a really controversial character. Yeah, and, he was rapping about all types of crazy Yeah, stuff. and it, it really resonated with do you the think, young generation at the time. Do you think that's when he hit his pinnacle? I would say so. I would say it was in the middle of, the, actually between 2002 and a little prior to that, maybe Marshall Mathers LP. That's when he was really this big superstar that was really controversial. Now yeah. it's more like everyone loves Eminem. So, oh, it's, because it's, of it, how skillful he is. Yeah. yeah, no one could deny the skill. But yeah. back then it was more like how, much controversy how, he how controversial he was. Oh, okay. There was a lot of people, a lot of angry mothers that just were boycotting <laughs> his music. Definitely. Yeah. The media... And the media, the media really attacked them. And yeah, the media they secretly loved them because it they had it, something to report. Yeah, on. they had something to report on. They got them clicks, you know, on the websites. That if they put them on the cover of the magazine, it, that magazine's gonna sell. So it wasn't a bad time for Eminem. Now he's more of a household name, I would say. Um, but yeah, if you were to put him in any type of hip-hop list, he'll definitely be in the top ten for sure. Definitely. Um, another big lyricist I think deserves a worthy shout-out is Kendrick Lamar. I feel he is doing the hip-hop community justice. Oh, definitely. I saw him live. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I saw him Shit. at FYF Fest. <clears throat> if you guys ever... If you look up FYF Fest, I definitely recommend that festival. Shit. It's so great. I saw three of my favorite artists there. Uh, Tame Impala, Mac DeMarco, and Beach House. I actually found a couple new artists that uh, I really love, too. Shit. So, I think I'll, I'll definitely be going again next year. Yeah. Maybe oh, yeah. go, man. So, you said he was... How was he live? Was he, um, he was really pretty good. good? Yeah, dude, he was nice. really good. And I'm... I just remembered the the tour that I went to see. It might have even been uh, the Anger Management Tour. I think what it it's what it was called. Um, it had Exhibit D twelve. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, lots of people. Yeah, a good a good mix. Of good amount of different people. types of genres and artists. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, so. Um, I know there's a lot of stupid hip hop music out right now. Um, it's they call it mumble rap. Um, you know I don't completely hate it. I I could definitely get into it, but oh, if really? I were to say 
this is music. I'm not so sure that I would say this is actually... Yes, it is music, but I wouldn't say it's artistic in any way. No, I mean, it is what it is. It's, you know, it's it's stupid. Yeah. You know, but uh, that's, that's what I kind of like about it. It's because mm-hmm. sometimes, well, for me, sometimes you just want to act stupid. Yeah. You know? Like, why does, why does, why do we, why do we always have to be so uptight? Yeah. You know? Why do we have to always be so formal? Yeah, you know? you're right. It's like, like sometimes I just want to, I just want to be stupid and jump around. Yeah. You know? Exactly. That's what I like about it. But yeah, like what you said, like people view it like as artistic. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, come on, there's, that's not artistic. There seems to be a big difference between Mozart and uh, and rock music. You know, when you're you may have like a strict father who's just into classical music, and then you may be the the kid who grew up who just wanted to break free from that. Not to say that Mozart or classical music is bad, but there comes a time where you just don't want to necessarily care about the properness or the strictness. You just want to break rules and make something. Yeah, make something that's fun and not necessarily. Uh, gets you in with the scholars you know so yeah have fun so i don't believe mumble rap is necessarily bad it's it's fun music yeah it's good to accept it for what it is yeah if you don't look any for if you look further into it you'll just upset yourself but just accept it for what it is and you'll have a good time yeah for sure um. Well, another thing, going back to the uh, the EDM thing, uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland, that artist I mentioned, I tried to see her twice in Vegas, uh, but didn't both times. But uh, last Sunday, I finally got to see her. Oh, how so was that? That was amazing. It was really good. It was. Uh, she had a nice set. Um, the only thing that bothered me was that. Uh, she, I've seen her live set before on YouTube, and she played a lot of the same songs on there. Yeah. So it was kind of like seeing a live version of, of what, what you I, already yeah, heard. Yeah, what I already heard. But um, really good though. Yeah, really I like the, I like the play on words, Alice yeah. in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's uh, pretty clever. Yeah, now that I've seen her, I could finally get that tattoo I've been wanting to get. Yeah, I've been wanting to get a tattoo of uh, Alice from Wonderland, oh, like the outline of it, and maybe have a design of a laser show on the inside. Oh yeah, oh don't you have a, a, a herbal vape that that has a yeah thing, yeah like that a sketch of as Alice a sketch, in Wonderland as the the black outline sketch of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I would get that like right here. Shit, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, have you been vaping yet or? Well, Jesus, he has a herbal vaporizer, so I remember he ordered it, he received it, and he opened it, he opened the packaging, and we just were like in in awe at this beautiful herbal vape that looked pretty badass, honestly. Yeah, it's really, I really recommend it, it's called uh, Flower Mate. Yeah. And uh, what it does is, it, uh, it heats up the cannabis. Mm-hmm. It doesn't burn it; it just heats it up, so to create vapor. Yeah. And it, the effects of it are stronger. Uh, I guess you don't get the gas lighter flavor taste. Oh yeah. So it's a it's a better flavor to it. Um. And after when you're when you're done when it's all dried out, I've seen that people would get. Like the dried out cannabis, yeah, they would put it in their sandwiches and eat it. Shit, and apparently that would also get you high. Shit, I could go for a cannabis sandwich right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, many props go out to uh, the marijuana industry in the community because we fight. definitely won that California battle. Yeah, um, I mean it was New California. Yeah, it was pretty evident that. We were going to legalize it, but it did take a lot of work and a lot of support. 
a lot of rallying and of tried many times before. I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, I believe it was the 2012 election. Yeah. Or was it 2009? Might have been 2012. It might have been 2012 where they tried to legalize it, but we lost by like by one fraction. Yeah, by a fraction. I think it was like one point. Yeah. One, one point under. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, um, in order to pass something, you have to. I don't even think. Like you have to have a little more than half. To pass, I think it has to be 60% approval rating or some shit like that. I don't know. I may be wrong. If I am, then then I will own up to that. But I believe you really do have to have... You can't just beat it by 1%. It has to be by quite a few. So we're looking back at Proposition 64 right now. Let's see here. Let's see if we can find any info. Uh... Actually, we yeah, fifty seven. So, yeah, fifty seven percent. So, but that's compared to forty two percent. Yeah. So, so yeah. I guess if anyone knows what that number is or what that percentage has to be, then you could always just send us a message, say, "Hey, you motherfuckers were wrong," <laughs> and we will own up to it, and we will even uh, throw out your name out there and say, "Hey, this guy's an asshole. He told me that I was wrong." So. Many, uh, I've heard, um, I actually haven't gotten to the specifics of it, but Hello? I've heard mm-hmm. that, uh, okay. uh, I've heard, I've actually haven't gotten to the specifics of it, but I've heard that, uh, many people were, uh, many people who use cannabis were opposed to Proposition 64. And that was stupid, uh, I think. What was it due to, again? Something about big businesses controlling the marijuana industry? Was yeah, there was something to it, but... I believe their whole thing was like, if we pass this law, then it, it's not going to be perfect. It's not what we want. But although that may be true, I think we need to pass that hurdle. We need to get through the gate. And then until then, when we finally do legalize it, we make corrections and maybe pass other bills that improve on that. It's not going to be perfect the first time. Yeah. So that's why I just still had to vote for proposition 64 i had to say yes same here so on that note we will take a quick break and we will be back and we're back we just had a delicious meal some skitty some skitty and garlic bread lots of garlic bread we some garlic headed ass people um, it's funny, now, um, my cat, he's still in the fish tank. Well, he just jumped in again, and I just covered him with a blanket, and now he's hiding under the blanket. When, by the way, the fish tank, it doesn't have water in it, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he's swimming. Because yeah. um, I don't condone swimming cats. No? No. Um, oh yeah, we were talking about the Nintendo Switch for a little bit, but I just wanted to touch base with you a little bit. Um, is it something you could see yourself getting into? I think I would have to watch a couple of uh, gameplays before what would... I can actually well, what would Nintendo have to do to win your hard-earned money? I remember seeing this post that somebody made about uh, someone who had a recommendation for what they can do with the Nintendo Switch. They were saying if people would pay, it would be like kind of like a, a subscription to Netflix, both games. Or if people pl- paid like $15 a month to Nintendo, then they would have access to... Like, uh, all the games? All the, yeah, like all the all the games from different consoles, like the Shit. NES, the Super Nintendo, the GameCube, the, uh, you know, kind of like a library of yeah. all the different consoles and their games. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Because I have always wanted to play Zelda, The Wind Waker. Oh. I have never gotten to. Cause... Well, they're going to have a Zelda game on launch, I think, right? Yeah, that, uh, Zelda... I think it's called like Zelda Hyrule Warrior or something. Let's it might be wrong. Oh, Breath of the Wild is called. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. For the Wii U. 
Breath of the Wild, he's gonna be like um, it's gonna be Link playing the role of the gentleman from Into the Wild, and he's gonna explore and get lost and <laughs> ultimately die in a bus later on. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember back in the day, I used to think Zelda was Link. So every time I, I see Link, that, I yeah, thought that's Zelda. I always thought that too. I still find myself it's, saying it's, that from time to time. It's weird that they call it, they call it the game Zelda, but you played a character named Link. Yeah, and every time you see, well, all the covers and all the things, when you see Zelda, Zelda you just see Link. Like, yeah, it always has Link in it. He might as well be Zelda. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I wonder if anyone's named their child Zelda. Uh, actually, yeah, I remember one time when I went to the cemetery to go see a great grandpa. Yeah. There was a lady there named Zelda that what had died. Yeah. <clears throat> I may still have the picture somewhere. Well, that's a. Was it spelled like? No, we exactly Z E L D A Zelda. Shit. Like the video game character. Now that is interesting. So I wonder if the name dates back even further than, than I'm the sure. game. I'm sure. I'm sure. Cause, uh, let's see. When was the first Zelda game made? I'm looking up the origins of the Zelda name to see. 1986. I believe she was born before that. <laughs> She was an old lady. Shit. First release of the video game, Legend of Zelda. Are you sure the name wasn't Griselda? No. Hmm. It was spelled exactly Z-E-L-D-A. Griselda. Shit. Like it says, Zelda is a nickname for the feminine name Griselda, which may originally have meant dark battle, and also the feminine form of Yiddish name Zelij, meaning blessed, happy. Maybe, so that is maybe interesting. Because if you were to look at any of the Zelda games, you do sense some form of battles. You know, you you have battles all the time. So it wouldn't be far fetched to say that um, mm. they chose the name Zelda for yeah. the meaning dark battle. Yeah. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. Yeah, because um, in Zelda you fight Ganondorf, and he's an evil character. Mm -hmm. Well, there are lots of evil characters in there, so... Yeah, those are the dark battles. Shit, yeah. So, I feel like we just cracked the case. We did. We, we cracked, cracked this thing we wide cracked, open. Cracked the code. Yeah. So, have there been any um, things that you've been excited or maybe looking forward to get into? Is there anything in your eye currently at the moment... As a, I mean, like as a kind of just with topic. anything, like I guess for me, I'm looking forward to the Nintendo Switch, but it could maybe I'm asking, is there anything that you plan for the future on doing any projects, any you know, anything new that you may want to mention? Um, <clears throat> things that I'm, this year, things that I'm excited for are uh, John Wick 2, Ooh. right. Yeah. John Wick 2, a uh, couple concerts, EDC Las Vegas again, round two. Oh, yeah. Uh, FYFS round two. Yeah. When is EDC? Uh, June 16th to the 18th, I believe. And is it going to be a, a three-day event? Three-day event, yeah. Starts from 7 o'clock uh, on Friday, ends... 3 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And then Shit. the same thing till Monday morning. Shit, and that's not... Actually, that's that's not too bad. You would think you'd be more than 3 o'clock a.m. Like 3 a.m. I said 3 o'clock a.m. Trust me, man. Even it gets to you, huh? It doesn't... Yeah, you, you're, you are up longer than that. Because <laughs> you have to... You have to wake up. You have to eat. You have to, you have to prepare. There are yeah. Lot, people who go to... EDC Las Vegas, they go in costumes, uh, put on makeup, mm -hmm. all that takes time, hours. So you're looking, let's say, day one, you wake up in the morning, uh, let's say 8 o'clock, right? 
And the event doesn't start till 7. Yeah. So that's... Uh, for... Uh, that's, uh... 7 hours. Mm-hmm. We're already up. 7. 8, 3, 9, 10, 11, 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Oh no, that's 11. 11 hours that you're Five. already up. And then... The event itself is so 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. That's a plus 8 hours. You're looking at up a 19 hour, almost a whole day Shit. you're up. And then the next day you have to do the same. Except you're more in a rush because yeah. you fell asleep. At, you must let you, from the time you leave the festival at 3 and get back to your hotel, it's most likely at 7. <laughs> Fuck. 7. The traffic there is terrible. <clears throat> It's terrible. So, yeah, 23 hours. You're up for 23 hours that first day. But, if, if you do that. So, I guess by the third day, you're fucking worn out, huh? You're worn out. You're worn out. And depending if you have a flight on Monday, you have to get three hours of sleep. Oh, my God. And hop on a plane. Shit. I know. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like even when you get back, you still need like a vacation from your vacation yeah, almost. You need, a, you, need a, you need another day. <laughs> Probably a week's week. worth. Yeah, people will talk about how they need a, a week to recuperate from those three days. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I believe it. Now that you're telling me all this introspective stuff, um, I like feel tired just listening to that. Just thinking about it. Just thinking about it, what it would be like to stay up for 23 hours. Definitely. (laughs) And then, let's see. So, um... Um... Have you seen the new H3H3 video? No, I have not. I haven't seen it yet either. I'm excited for it, though. He looks dad approves. Oh, has... Has you listened to uh, the Ace 3 podcast? Yes, I have. The, uh... The last one was with this guy named... Um... Uh, Steven... Peter Stevens, or... I feel like his name is Steven... Or Michael Stevens, Michael or... Michael Stevens, yeah. Yeah. You get it right. <clears throat> now, that one I didn't like so much. But that one was their first one. Yeah. And it was only 30 minutes. Compared to the amazing first episode they had with Justin Roiland. So that one was the first podcast they did, but it's really episode three. Yeah, this was the first one they ever recorded. Um, But it was the third one that they released. Why do you think that is? Uh, well... You know, uh, the interview with Justin Roiland being a first episode was just Would amazing. get more... I believe so. Plays, more views. Yeah, because, uh... This one was released a week ago. It almost has a million, three hundred thousand hits. And compared to the third one, uh, not even a million. Yeah, and the second one, PewDiePie, is the highest one, fifteen. Oh, shit. A million five hundred. Hmm. But I think the numbers that Michael Stevens has, they're trending to to reach uh, a million or more, I would say. It's just a weekend. The other ones are three weeks in. You're right. Or um, maybe... Actually, I believe if we click on it, we'll be able to see this. Uh... Actually, no, I don't think we can see it. Or, hold up. Statistics. Oh, yeah, we can't see it. But, uh, oh, no. Oh, there it is. Uh, let's see, when it was first released, it was released uh, December 27th. And then, sometime... It says that same day you got twelve, 1,200,000. Mm. And then it progressed from there. Yeah, it's it two, seems to be um, almost... Two, oh, no, it has 2,600,000 views. 
Oh, that's the one with PewDiePie. Yeah. Um, <coughs> doesn't make sense. Why does it say 2 million, but that one says 1 million? Maybe it has an update yet? Yeah. So yeah, we're looking at the H3 podcast. um, And we were on the PewDiePie one. And it said that it had at least 15 or at least a million, 500,000, you know, so on and so on. But when you go into the statistics, it's saying it has over 2 million. So, I mean, it's... We're just kind of investigating here. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. That's that's why I think they didn't release that first one, uh, the first podcast they ever did first, because um, maybe people would have saw that and be like, "Wow, this podcast is gonna suck." Because it, it wasn't. It wasn't that good. Yeah, they had to make I a like it, splash. It wasn't good. You know? Yeah, I mean, dude, everyone. Wants to know what's going on with Rick and Morty. Yeah. And let's see. Even on this one, I think he mentioned that they they recorded a podcast before that. But I believe it was with someone else. I don't think it's come out yet. Or I don't think it's going to come out. Let's see. I know the next... The only person I know who's next is uh, that guy Post Malone. Oh, He's yeah. He's a rapper. Hmm. Yeah. He's also a H three H three fan. Shit. And uh, you ever hear of this guy Dahi Tanogla? No. This guy is hilarious. He plays games, and uh, <clears throat> I bought a shirt from him. Uh, I bought one of his T-shirts, and the first five hundred people to buy the T-shirt will get like a, a hand signed letter. Yeah. And the other 500 would get a digital signature on the shirt. Oh, shit. So I bought it, and, like, I was almost, I was sure that I was just going to get a digital signature. Well, what does a digital signature, what does that entail? It's basically his signature, but it's imprinted on the back of the t-shirt. Ah. Yeah. So he, like, signed it on... He, he really he, did sign it uh, digitally, didn't he? Yeah, he gave it to somebody, and then they <clears throat> put it on a t-shirt. So, um, but I was one of the first 500 to buy the shirt, and I got a note from him. Shit. It said, hey, Jesus, thank you for watching my videos and all the support. Also, I like your note. I'm an H3H3 fan as well. Oh, you left a note? I, I told him, hey, Dahi, good, great moves. Proud of you. Keep it up. <laughs> Shit. Man, that's awesome. So, he really does take the time and listens to... Or reads the notes, doesn't he? Yeah, um, I guess so. He could he could make the uh, all the letters he had to write more personal, you know. Yeah, that was nice of him to do. Plus, I mean, it he could have been in ro- he could have been a robot and just yeah. written the same thing, copy and paste. Yeah, the five, signatures five hundred times. And uh, yeah, I bet you it really does drive fan engagement because he did that. You're more willing to be a little more loyal. As a subscriber. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how many people know that he's an H three H fan, but I know it. Yeah. And I'm gonna keep watching those videos because I like them so Ooh. much. And what is that game? I've seen previews for it before. It looks like super fun. Gang Beast. Yeah, Gang Beast. it is so fun. I've seen, I've seen him play this <laughs> a bunch of times with his friends. Yeah. And it's basically like these little ragdoll characters that you control, and you fight each other. You have to beat you beat each other up, and you have to throw each other out of the <laughs> whatever ring you're in. Yeah, what's so funny about it is like the little the quirky mechanics <laughs> to it, the way they they run around and kind yeah, of ragdoll yeah, around the place. Yeah, they, they run they run around like legit ragdolls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they almost walk around like they're Teletubbies almost. Yeah, almost. They have like a waddle to them. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, this is one game that I really want to get. Gang Beast. I think 
Is that on Steam at all? It might be on Steam. But I think I saw it for PlayStation as well. Yeah. Uh, platforms, PlayStation 4, Windows, which is Steam, uh, Macs, and Linux. Nice. That's a, that a game I'll definitely get. Yeah. Another game that I really want to get is this one. It's called Gary's Mod. This one's for PC. Oh, and, you know, oh it's a, like a sandbox game, huh? Yeah. It has all these different, uh, like, uh, uh, game modes. Yep. Uh, you, you, you and your friends can, like, create worlds. And... Oh, it even has the dude from, uh... A bunch of, yeah, they have, they have multiple characters. Yeah. Man. Team Fortress, the you big just, dude. You do, you do all types, different types of stuff on it. Oh, there. is this from... It has, like, Valve characters in it. Yeah, it has a lot of characters. Um, there's... Who makes this? You can... I think they're all user-generated. Oh. Dang, it came out in 06, but I imagine they're yeah. constantly updating it. Oh, so, yeah. I can't people, believe I've never people, heard of this. I think it's gotten more popular, like, to this day. Yeah. It just keeps getting more and more popular. And, uh, yeah, those type of games, because... Oh, it's actually published by Valve. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They're really... Those type of games are really taking it off, because I know quite a few people who play the Goat Simulator, even... I know it's a stupid game, but it's like the same principle, you know, do stupid shit, um, mess around with the mechanics, and just, yeah. you know, try to break stuff. Yeah. It uh, makes for fun gameplay. There's this game that my brother showed me called H1Z1 uh, Nation, I believe, or let me just type in H1Z1. Yeah, it's just called <laughs> H1Z1, and it's a, like a zombie apocalypse game. Um, but there's also other people that you can either team up with or kill to team, to kill other people. Oh, so it's like an MMO, it looks like, huh? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a small little description. H1Z1, just survive in a survival sandbox, massively multiplayer online game in development. By, oh, okay, that's not really a... A good description, but I know it seems like you're reading like a press release. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I saw the gameplay of this, and it looked really fun. Oh fuck! Uh, kind of glitchy, but if you're playing it with buddies, it looks pretty fun. Nice. I remember the last MMO I've ever played was this game called City of Heroes. Oh, and yeah, I remember seeing that, like, on the store shelves. Never yeah. played it, though. Well, I bought, like, a... It was a box, basically, with that and City of Villains. And that's the first one I actually popped in. And I got super addicted to it. It's a game where you make a villain from the ground up. You, you dress him up and give him all these type of characteristics. Then you team up with other villains and you go out and do missions... And, you know, the bigger missions, you you kind of have a lot more to lose, I guess, and you, you gain a lot more. And it could take hours just to finish one. I would imagine it's something like World of Warcraft, you know, where you go out and do missions and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but to me, it was the first type yeah. of game like that. So I was, like, super addicted. And um, in City of Heroes, they had... Um, basically costume or costume contest where all the heroes would line up in a line and um, there would be a judge who who scouts all the basically heroes and they're you know they would judge them and yeah. the winner would get these prizes and I remember one time I made my character look like Sirius Sam you know, the dude with the white shirt and yeah. the, the pants. And I lost, but afterwards I walked up to one of the judges and I said, well, I didn't win anything. And then they just gave me like a hundred coins or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> All I had to do was ask. <laughs> but it was, it was a cool game. Yeah. And the last I've heard, the servers have been shut down, so That's what I heard they're too. not supporting the game anymore, which is too bad, because I think I would still get into it, so maybe 
it had its time. That was time for it to go. Yeah. Have you ever gotten into games like that, or? Mm. No, no, I didn't. As a kid, I didn't get to play many uh, MMOs. I've only I've played uh, Deer Hunter. Oh, that's fun. Uh, yeah, it was this game about this this deer that decides to fight back against <laughs> the those deer hunters. So he hunts humans. A deer that hunts humans. Yeah. What's it called, Deer Hunter, though? Actually, no, it was Deer Avenger. Oh, Deer Avenger. Yeah, Deer Avenger. Deer Avenger 4, that's the one I played. Man, and his commentary would be hilarious, because he would hunt these humans, and he'd just blurt out some funny-ass shit. Some stupid redneck shit to attract stupid redneck hunters. (laughs) Yeah, that one's fun, man. Deer Avenger, Rednecks. The Rednecks Strike Back. I wish I could play this game again. I know. We'll find out if I get, like, torrented or something. Yeah. They should re-release that shit. They should. Hell, make it like a... Make another one. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Or just clean up the graphics a little bit and just fucking release it again. Oh, yeah, an HD. uh, Yeah, an HD version. Yeah, that would be cool. (laughs) We can dream. Yeah. I remember my brother used to play that game so much. I don't know if I've ever gotten into it, but um, but I always used to watch him play. It looked pretty fun. Yeah, I had a great time playing it. Yeah. And, um, they were supposed to make a number five because I remember at the end when you finally killed like the last guy, he he'd be going up to heaven and be like, "It's alright, <laughs> I'll be back for the next game." <clears throat> But nothing ever came of it. Hmm. I was pretty sad to find out about that. So that one was Dear Avenger 4? The uh, one you're referring to? Yeah, the one I'm referring to, Dear Avenger 4. They never made another one. What's that, Dear Avenger 3D? That came out I after? Think, no, it came out before. <laughs> I think because Dear Avenger 2 was like animated. And Dear Avenger 3D is when it was, you know, like a blocky. Oh, okay. Blocky. Still like polygonal. Yeah. You know, like Tomb Raider <laughs> style. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Shit. That's, that's Not really too the only bad. Not too played. bad. Yeah. That's yeah. the only one that I can recall that I played as a kid. Yeah. Not many uh, MMOs for me. I have, um... Actually, the last MMO I played, I believe, is uh, The Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, yeah. I played it for the little time I had online for PlayStation. And it was just so overwhelming. <laughs> I, I had no idea what I was doing. So you're not playing it anymore? Not at the moment. I might give it another try, though. Okay. It's, like, so huge, you know? I just can't imagine, like, what, what type of yeah. quest I could get into. I guess the the amount of time you had to invest kind of overwhelms you, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, man, uh, I don't have enough time for this. Yeah, because uh, MMOs like that, they, they really do take up a lot of time. <laughs> I mean, Skyrim by itself, The Elder Scrolls uh, Five Skyrim, I remember when I first got it, the summer... Before my senior year started, I played it for two months. The whole the whole summer. Dang. That whole, was... From your... the morning to the night. <laughs> that's all I played. It was and... such a good feeling. I remember I played Oblivion. Um, man, I played hundreds of hours. Yeah, I don't regret any of them. Yeah. Any of the hours. And it was pretty cool because there was like some type of glitch in the game where you could duplicate all your items. So. Yeah. I yeah. took advantage of it. They had that in the in Skyrim as well. I took advantage of that too. Yeah, and um, I remember there was supposed to be a patch that fixed it, so I always prevented my Xbox from mm-hmm. downloading that mm-hmm. patch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it was super fun. And yeah, like I said, I took advantage of that shit. <laughs> Why do they do that? Why do game companies like stop people from 
duplicating items. I know. It's not like you're. It's not like that one was a multiplayer game well, where it would yeah, affect I mean, someone. If, if people are duplicating items, let, let, let them the, have fun. Yeah, let them do it. You know, if people are complaining, oh, all these people are cheating because they can duplicate items. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, that's their choice. And it's cool because I bought that game, and at the time it was rated T, and mm-hmm. later on, I would say within a year, they they released another version, like a rated mature version. It was the same game, but because I guess someone sued um, the developers because there was some scene where it was really graphic and gory. I believe it's the brother, the Dark Brotherhood mission where there was a scene where this one guy is decapitated um, and that's basically what made it rated M what? for mature yeah but for a game like the cuz it was Elder rated Scrolls, C like I, I said can't, I don't imagine it would be that gory <clears throat> yeah I mean, i've seen many people die in Skyrim and they weren't they weren't all that bad yeah um let me see if I can find anything. Parent reviews. Well, there's Joke. really a site that's called Parent Reviews. So click on that for laughs. Parent Let's reviews. see. Not finding it right now, but maybe why was Oblivion rated M? In May 2006, the North American Entertainment Software Rating Board changed the rating of Elder Scrolls Oblivion, a video game for PCs, PlayStation 3, and 360, from teen to mature. Let's see if it gives us an explanation. Oh, here it is. Look it. It's a severed corpse. That's it? That's why it was rated M? Yeah. A corpse? Yeah. What a joke. Yeah, and someone, I guess from the ESRB board, says, A corpse identified... Oh, she's not saying it. A corpse identified by Patricia Vance as being, quote... A very different depiction, far more intense, far more extreme than what had been disclosed to us. So this lady, she's on this board that determines ratings for video games? Yeah, that's what gives all the games ratings. So game companies have to gather a bunch of clips of what they think is like the most, um, I guess... Uh, most substance, like what the game is about. Like if they, if it's a gory game, they have to show the goriest Gory game stuff. so they could rate it properly. So they feel that since the developers didn't show this right here, the severed corpse, then since they didn't show this, it had a T rating. So if they were to have been shown this little clip right here, then they would have changed the rating to rate a T to M, so. Or never rated it a T, but rated it a M instead. Woman sounds like a prude. Yeah, she's a prude. Oblivion even had a topless mod. Perverts. All games have topless mods. Yeah. Oh, remember, um... Grand Theft Auto, it had a hot coffee mod. Hot coffee mod, what's that? It was the first... Really when video games started to break through the mainstream. uh, And people were noticing more things about video games. And video games were becoming a little more mature. And hot coffee mod made an already controversial game to um even more controversial I guess you could say hot coffee mine watch
Or let's see if we could get a YouTube clip. GTA Coffee Mod. While you're looking that up, do you remember... Uh, oh no, it's not there. We'll get back to this. Let's see here. Oh, it's where your character <laughs> would have sex with prostitutes? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember seeing videos about that. Let's see here. All these people have their extreme intros. Like. <laughs> it's so intense. So this is GTA San Andreas. Oh, why do they have music playing? I hate it when people do that. Oh yeah, they do have music playing. So this guy's running around. Yeah, he's picking up. He picked up some chick for a date. Yeah, he looks to be in some type of Cadillac. He's he, getting fucked up. He's getting fucked up in a bar. He's drinking Rockstar branded uh, <laughs> vodka or Hennessy. And now he's drunk driving. He's probably headed home. Alright, they're getting out of the car and they're they're walking to homeboy's home and they're going inside. And now they're in homeboy's room and she's just unzipping it's his gang, pants it's and gang, gang graphic. Yeah. Gang graphic and she's all. she's giving him a fellatio. <laughs> <laughs> She's headbutting his stomach. Oh, and there's a poster in the background, Vice City. Oh yeah, no. Okay, yeah, I could All see, right. I could see how those mod would <laughs> cause, cause more controversy. To Someone this game. actually had to put work into this, man. Yeah, they did. He's like really thrusting. They're like dry still, humping, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the dry humping. He still has pants on. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it? it was too much work to give him. Man, this person really just put their music over it, which is stupid. Yeah. They his pants on. Oh. They couldn't, they couldn't, uh, edit that out for the mod. Yeah. I guess this person really just wanted to get this mod out there. He didn't even take the time to, uh, to get these characters fully new. Check out the snowboard, man. This LED snowboard. So... There's an LED snowboard. Whoa. I'm not gonna lie, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, right. I wish I knew how to snowboard. If someone were to want to find this clip, where could they find it? Or oh, this is Facebook. Yeah, this is Facebook. So. It's one of those Facebook videos. Yeah, it's one of those Facebook posts where you try to find information. Basically, this guy's going down the slopes and he has a. A snowboard and it's like really cool LED lighting to it. Every time he does a move, the thing lights a different way, different color. It's pretty cool. I tried it once and I kept falling on my ass. <laughs> is it pretty hard? It is pretty hard, but super fun. I mean, you could get started yeah. right away, but to really get good at it, I think it takes time. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's, that's one reason why I kind of wanted to uh, live somewhere where it snows. Mm -hmm. But then, like, I think about it, and I'm like, man, like, uh, living in a snowy area wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't be ideal. You know, because your car... Right? Yeah. It would be pretty hard to drive places because the roads are snowy. Definitely. I have a fear of, like, hitting black ice. Yeah. Just spinning out of control. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I think in um, snowy states, I don't even think they use chains like we do here in California. Yeah, all the videos I've seen where it does snow, I've never seen them have any chains. Yeah, on I wonder cars. why. Are we just... Do the chains even help? <sighs> 
think they're supposed to. Well, I never yeah. had I never had guts to drive in the snow, so I yeah, guess I, I wouldn't know. I never had to drive in the snow. I've seen them though. Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to like crack the ice to give your car more traction. Yeah, I would imagine so. It looks to be some sort of grip, like yeah. traction. So. But it looks like we're nearing the hour mark right now, so this was a fun little experiment to kind of get ourselves out there again, and this is just more like a warm-up, but it was definitely fun, and um, in the future, we're also playing, you know, like I said, upping our production, and yeah, even... Like maybe we could get like a soundboard. A soundboard. Like all different sounds. Yeah. We could also record it, yep. you know, so people could see us. Yeah, we'll do live streams. Yeah, we could do that too. Yeah, and we'll come up with cool concepts. Like, we have stuff brewing in our brains right now, but... Yeah, this is just almost like we're hanging out. It may not be the most exciting thing in the world, but if you stick around, then I'm, we're so glad yeah. that you did. Thanks so. for listening, everybody. Yeah, so on that note, we will see you next time. Yes. Signing out.